Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of... Meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday, a double barrel Wednesday. Parker Gabriel up next. We already had Sean Callahan. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. You can always call or text the show at 402-464-5685. We were talking about the Starship comparison during the break. Jefferson Starship. Which then became Starship. They dropped the Jefferson. Yeah. Like, we built the city. There, It was not Jefferson. It was just Starship. I, know. I realized before that it was Jefferson Starship. So they, so I compared the Scorpions to Jefferson Starship. And I talked to DP about it. Yep. DP's here. Yep. Who's, I would almost classify as a music expert. He knows a lot about music. Yeah. And he, he noted that we built this city as a song that keeps going into your mind. We built this city as not representative of Jefferson Starship. It's not. They that song was for MTV. They had like DP said, Jefferson Starship was a was a, was made as a hard rock band like Scorpions. So there's songs that that Jefferson and Starship then they gave it no, MTV. I think they just gave him one time, basically. Well, that's a shame because that's the song people think of when you think of Starship. Yeah, don't think of that. Also, don't you think of Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now? It's also another ballad type song. Yeah, you're right. That's Nothing's going to stop right, us now. Right. Well, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> the starship I know yeah, is yeah, okay. we built this city and, and nothing is going to st- stop us now, which you. is... Yeah, you're, you got a good... When they when they dropped Jefferson, they just really went to... Yeah, MTV. MTV and yeah. ballads, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's in bounds. But before that, when I was a kid, yeah. that's not yeah. what they were. That's not what they were. All right. Flight tracker. Yeah, uh, four six four five six eight five. <laughs> call on the or text. Te- yeah, before he gets that, um, John in Des Moines chimed in. Good, because John Royal knows listener. his stuff. Yeah, John knows his rock. This is not going your direction. Okay. He said this. If you asked me 
for two bands that have nothing in common, I might come up with Scorpions and Starship. John. John Has Sip hard. heard Starship before? Yeah, I've heard them. I'm, I'm, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pull up some songs. Hold on. That's why I was, so, talking. That's why I was so hesitant. I said, I, I don't think that's the one you're going for. We had people tech mention like Rat. The song, they had Round and Round, that big song that maybe sounds like Scorpions. That one I'm still even skeptical about. Uh, someone said sticks. I don't. I don't think sticks is the sound you're looking for that compares to scorpions. I do agree. They sound like someone. It is not any band mentioned. It's not White Snake. It's not. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not sticks. It's not. It's for sure not Starship. That's a for Jefferson sure. Starship. Jefferson Starship. Quit. You can't say Starship because that's this this sort of uh, yeah. modern okay. version of them. Like. Okay, um, find your way back. Have you ever heard that song? Mm, don't think so. Find your way back. Oh yeah, yeah, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's not hard. Rock. That sort of sound like Scorpions. How about Jane? Jane, you're playing it. Uh, no, you haven't heard that. Harrison's listening. He says he's going through the catalog. He says no, there's no compare. If I told, if the lead singer of Scorpions is right in the studio, and we said, hey. Sip thinks that your band sounds like Starship. Jefferson Starship. He might just look at you and just stare and not say anything and say, really? Am I off on this one? I don't think I'm off. Just trying to speak for him. Listen to, hey, Harrison, try Jane. The song, Jane's a great song by Jefferson Starship, by the way. Hey, you talk about great songs that you've never played? Jane, try Someone that. Someone says, is, is, is it Loverboy you, you think? No, I'm like thinking that. Jefferson Starship. <laughs> hey, um, what all about right, right. if you've heard the song. Um, Find Your Way Back. That was 1981. Scorpions was 1982. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still standing by it, although it sounds like I'm... Craig, okay, Craig, Craig chimes in with three, three options, and we'll move on. Okay. He says, uh, Scorpions sound like Judas Priest. Okay. Europe. Yeah, Europe. Rainbow. Yeah, Rainbow, for sure. Europe might be it, yo, for yeah. Final Countdown. Yeah. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I, I'll... I'm not giving in, but I understand right. that I'm on the wrong end of... As usual. 464-5685-CALL or text as always. All right. So yesterday was a really big deal in the world of Twitter, as usual, okay. because there had been a rumor for a couple days, actually about a week, that Tiger Woods is considering playing in the Masters. We know Tiger Woods did not play for pretty much all of last year because of a car accident he had in early 2021 that led him to almost losing his leg, which he has his leg. Everything's healthy. But the, there was everybody was looking at flight tracker going from his, his home area in Orlando that was going to Augusta, Georgia. And it ended up being true because Tiger Woods did indeed play a practice round yesterday with Justin Thomas, one of the best players on the tour right now, at Augusta Nationals, as he's deciding, is he going to play in next week's Masters in Augusta, Georgia? This led me to the question about flight tracker in okay. general because this society has an obsession with flight tracker, and I want to know when it started. Now, we talked to Sean Callahan last hour. He said that he, in, in terms of Nebraska, mm-hmm. his first memory was when Tom Osborne flew down to Baton Rouge and talked to Bo Pelini back in end of 07, yeah, start of 08. End of 07, Okay, I will tell you this. Can I tell you this? I would like to know your history with Flight Tracker, okay, well, your I'll, thoughts on Flight Tracker. I will just tell you this. Recent history, I don't mind saying this. 
Parker Gabriel doesn't mind. He's listening, I'm sure. Yeah, Parker Gabriel is our beat writer, and he he loves Flight Tracker. He is all over Flight Tracker, and he's really good at it. Now, I will tell you this: unequivocally, we knew where Frost and Matt Davison. We knew where that private jet was going when it went to South Bend to talk to Donovan Rayola. Okay. Then that plane, we knew what was going on. Excuse me. It went to Chicago to talk to Donovan Rayola and then made it made a quick trip to South Bend to talk to Jeff Quinn. We knew exactly what they were doing. Yep, went to Chicago to talk to Donovan. Then that night went, I think it was that night, went to South Bend to talk to Jeff Quinn, the the Notre Dame offensive line coach who's no longer the Notre Dame offensive line coach. But those were the two guys. And then we knew what was going on after that. There was a day, I think there was a day elapsed. And then that same plane went to the Phoenix area. That's where Mark Whipple lives. Okay. Now the plane also went to Palm Springs. And I think they went talk to Graham Harrell. I think that's Graham Harrell was at USC, Palm Springs in that. I don't know. I think he had a house in Palm Springs. We were a little bit thrown off by that. But that's an example of, yeah, we knew. We, we knew what plane they were in. We knew where that plane was going. And we knew it all the time. Um, and we were dead on. Now, there have, I mean, I, I guess I can remember using <laughs> flight. Like, we were using it clear back when, when they were making, the Peterson was making the, the hire after he jettisoned Frank. Now, I will say this. Some people are more adept at it than others, and Parker's high-level adept. You know I who else pa- is high-level adept? Parker loves the flight tracker. Well, yeah, he's he's very interested in the airline industry. Who else likes flight tracker? You know who's really good at it? Who's that? Our friend, Kerry Colhorn. Is that right? Yeah, he's incredible Interesting. at it. Yeah, I was driving back after... Nebraska defeated Wisconsin. I was in Omaha that day for some reason. And when Nebraska defeated Wisconsin in this, you know, at the end of this season, and I was wondering when they were getting back. And I was talking to Kerry on the phone, and he said, Hey, I can just, I can, I can tell when they're going to get back. Let me, just let me, let me get on fly to where. And he got on it and he knew when Nebraska's plane was coming back. He, he could, he could figure it out very quickly. He knew precisely when that plane was landing in Lincoln. You know, so yeah, it's it's high level. I've never done it. I've never. I've always because I've never been the beat writer. I'm curious. I've never been the beat writer when when we were doing these things. Our beat guys were good at it, and oh, we have a a managing editor who's very good at it. Um, so some people are really good at it. Uh, listeners out there, four six four five six eight five. Do you participate? Do you actively look at the flight flight aware flight trackers to see where flights are going? And and do you does it lead to always responsible reporting? Is there is there potentially some some well? There's bad one there's one it? hitch that if, when me and you when this show blows up even more and we have a private plane, <laughs> yeah, Harrison, you're yeah, we're going to Cabo to no. What do we're gonna shows. do is what you can do. Is have your 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 plane number okay. taken off of it, and so you can't be tracked. Um, and that's one thing that 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 can cause problems. My 
sense is a lot of there's that doesn't happen a lot that a, not a lot of people t- erase their their um, plane number what would you call it their I don't know it's a plane number yeah plane yeah, number. plane number yeah they flight number yeah not flight number then there's a plane number then yeah so oh, it's effective it's very effective. I don't know if you're talking about flight tracker or flight aware, whatever, oh, whatever the same thing. Yeah, whatever thing you Fl- use, tracking flights. Yeah, can be very effective. In fact, Parker Gabriel can look up in the sky, see a plane, and and figure out quickly where that plane was is going, just because you know his software knows where he is and it can track it from there. He can literally look up at the sky, see a plane, and figure out where that plane is going within five minutes. The, the, we're looking for the term is tail number. Tail number. Tail number. Yeah, not plane number. Well, come on. I'm not, I'm yeah. not an aviation yeah. expert here. Yeah, yeah I'm not a plane expert. Yeah. Tail number. Tail number. That's what we're talking about. You can have that so it can't be tracked. So this, but, but I would say this. If, if you talk to anybody that's on the, on the cutting edge, going back to whenever it started, 07, 08, if, if for Nebraska that's the case, this has really changed the effectiveness of finding out, hey, who's going where versus having to find out after the fact. Oh, it's you definitely. can be ahead of the game. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Some if of that's going to be some assumptions, but maybe it's, it's, knowing, it's knowing ahead of time, hey, who are some targets that well, they're looking yeah. after. I mean, you can, if, you know, or if you're wondering where, where the Frost plane is going in a recruiting weekend or something like that, you can figure that stuff out. You can if you want to. Yeah, it's effective. It was very effective in this latest round. We knew exactly where Frost and Davison were going. We knew exactly where they were going. Yeah, I I don't know. To me, it really, I know it's important. I've just I've never really gotten into it. It really bolstered the reporting. It wasn't the it like if people are wondering, it's not the only thing you can use to say, hey, they were going to visit. Sources say they're going to visit visit uh, Donovan Rayol in Chicago and then heading over to South Bend very quickly. But if a source tells you that and you can verify it with Flight Tracker, if there's if there are planes going there, well, yeah, then that's that's what's happening. It you feels know? like a lot, though, to me that in some coaching searches, you'll, you'll get people excited about, oh, there's a plane going from Gainesville to some other, you know, some other town that has maybe an up-and-coming head coach. And people get excited. Oh, they're, they're obviously talking to this guy. Yeah, there's I mean, no guarantee it's always the no, case. No, there's no though. guarantee. There could be a plane from Lincoln, it's a corporation going to Gainesville for exactly to oh, see the, a, another corporate. Talking entity. to in Florida. Yeah, so no, it's you can't. I just, I mean, I think what you're thinking right now is you could just use it as a sole source. Yes, exactly. No, you oh, can't. you're just making. Oh, they must no, be talking to no, somebody at Florida. Can't. Who could they possibly be talking no, to? No, what, what what we use it to do is back up what we're hearing. Essentially, do you understand where I'm coming from? Yes. Like if we think if that's what's happening, okay. Well, the plane is going there, so I mean, chances are that's what the deal is. If we know Frost and Davison are using this X plane with this tail number, <laughs> um, and it's going to Phoenix after Whipple left Charlotte in the ACC title game to go home to Phoenix. And we're hearing that they're meeting Whipple in Phoenix, Scottsdale, that area. Well, there's a plane. Their plane's going there. I mean, it wouldn't, you know, it'd be a strange coincidence if they weren't going to talk to Whipple. In that Is instance. there any part of you that wants to be a flight aware expert? Uh, kind of. Or I, I mean, it's not really my gig right now because I'm not a, like I, like I said, I'm not 
I'm not a beat writer. Now, if I go back to beat writer, yeah, I'd like. I kind of like. It'd be fun to get with Parker kind of, or get with Terry Cohorn and just. It, hey, Jake, it would take ten minutes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, they could they could show you the ropes in ten minutes. Several people are mentioning that this was a a, a thing back when Nebraska apparently had Houston Nut here. Yeah, I so that, think that was oh three oh four then. What was that? Was that when Bill Callahan was? That was back in the Callahan days, right? Before that was after they fired Frank. Yeah, so that but I'm yeah. saying that was probably they had to be in the the search for Cal or the search that became Callahan as the head coach. So you're talking about oh, late oh three, early oh four, then mm-hmm. that fight, yeah, yeah, fight yeah. aware was a big deal. Yeah, Houston Nuts plane was on a on a you know the big you know what the story was there. Or maybe you don't. You don't remember. You were young. Houston Nut had a private jet that was on a tarmac, and the big story was if that plane leaves and goes to Lincoln, it's over. Houston Nut's not flying to Lincoln to turn down Nebraska. If you if Houston Nut gets on that plane and goes to Lincoln, he's taking the job. So that's that's why that was the big you know, that was the big to do then. Houston Nut. And then it turned out that Houston Nut was the first in a long line of guys that were linked to that job. A search that took forty days and nights. Uh, from Joe and Boulder on the text line. He says, a friend of mine used Flight Tracker to track the plane that was del- delivering his father's new heart for a heart transplant. Yeah. He just wanted to know where it was coming from, why he wanted to know. I have no clue, but he showed me the tracking, which, by the way, came from North Platte. Interesting. So, interesting. interesting. Yeah, you can use it for all different sorts of things. Yeah. Um, I think there's a bot. Who's the guy that owns Tesla. Elon Musk. Yeah, there's a bot that tracks all his flights. Flights. Is that right? Yeah, his plane. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So you could do that. I would know that. You know, you could know where he's going all at all times, if you care. Hmm. Okay. Uh, before we get to Parker Gabriel, quick reminder again. That's you, according if, to Parker. Yeah. If, if you missed uh, our opening segment, there's just some news. Derek Walker is coming back to Nebraska basketball. And next Armand season. Gates. Armand Gates is going to be on the staff next year still. Not going to go join his brother at Missouri. Well, here's the deal with that Missouri thing. That was, I don't know. Okay, I want you to think about something. I never thought that that was, that was the deal. <laughs> now, th- just think, think, think about this. How many coaches hire their brothers? How many brother tandems do you know about? I don't know. Because sure. it doesn't happen. Because why? Because if you have to fire your brother, that never goes away. Did, did Sean... That's, do you understand what I'm saying? That That's yeah. on you for the rest of your life. It is. You fired your brother. Did Sean and Archie Miller ever work together? Mm, good question. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I don't know if, Sean, if, if uh, Archie was ever on the bench at Xavier or Arizona. I'm sure there's a brother tandem somewhere that's happened, but... Just stop and think about it. Do you ever hear it happening? How often do you hear it happening? Not all that often. Be, it's because of ever. what I said. Because you might you have, have to, to fire that. that guy. You fire your brother, and that never goes away. You live with that the rest of your life. So I didn't. You, you've had some some fathers have sons as assistant coaches. Like right now, Bill Belichick has his son as yeah. an assistant with the Patriots. A little different than brother. You've had. Um, there's been examples of that. W- wasn't uh, wasn't Pat Knight an assistant for Bob Knight? Yes, he was. And then he was the head coach after he yes. after Bob they Knight to, retired. They went to Tech together. Yeah, Tex- I mean that's at Texas Tech. Yeah. That Bob Knight had a yeah. Pat as his yeah. assistant, and Bob, then Pat took yeah. over when yeah. 
when Bob retired. Yeah. And Pat was not very successful there. Right. There's instances where that's happened, but I, brothers, you don't see it very often. Armand, I mean, we'll Bo, see Bo on it. Bo and Carl. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> had to head to Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, we did have thank that. You. Thank yeah. you, Textures, for that. Yeah, Bo, Bo hired Carl. Bo, yeah, Bo and Carl. We Didn't had it here. Fire. We had it here. But it doesn't happen very often. Tommy and Terry Bowden. Tommy and Terry Bowden. Were they together? Were they together? Tommy and Terry. Yeah, the Bob Bob Stoops and the Stoops brothers. Yeah. How many how many of those were with Bob? Did, did Mark and Mike both work with no. Bob Stoops? No, I think it was just... Uh, did he fire his brother, by the way? I don't know. We're getting, we're getting into murky territory now. Yeah. There, there have again. There have been some. It doesn't happen all the time. There have no. obviously we had it in Nebraska. Bo and Carl. That was a terrible miss by us. But Bob Stoops had brothers. That's work a terrible with them. miss. Terrible miss. But that's but that's not very frequent, right? No, I'm still saying it's not frequent. I'm not. I'm not. It's not frequent. Tommy worked for Terry at Auburn for some. Is that textures. right? Tommy worked with, with Terry. Yep. Really? Now I didn't know that. Anyway, but yeah, we missed some pool. Don't yeah. forget. Let's not, let's not forget the father-son duo at Iowa with Kirk and Brian Ferentz. Also, right. that's fa- it's a father-son. That's father, father-son. Yeah, like if Kirk had a brother, it'd be it'd be a lot different. But- you would play the amount of textures that are saying uh, Bo and Carl. <laughs> it's been like thirty in a row. Well, Good, we, well, people we're are on perfect their, here. We're just keeping. Thank you. Yeah, we're just trying to make sure you guys are awake this morning. Come on. Anyway, what well, I'll. I mean, I don't think the Armand Gates story is over. I'm, I'll, I'll be interested to see how that goes. By the way, Tater's disappointed. Says, Who's the guy that owns Tesla? Sip, come on. <laughs> I just, come on. Thank goodness I had that one for you, at least. Elon Musk. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes the names aren't at the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Elon Musk. Thank you, everybody, for the Carl and Bo text. That's a <laughs> classic mistake for us there. But at least we, we, we got to it. I think today we... I always say that we reveal ourselves to be morons about three times a show. Mm-hmm. How many times today? Has I'd it been? say one. That was it. That's it so far. So far, we one. didn't have anything in the yeah. first hour at all. Two. What was okay? Hold on. Uh, a Harris. Harrison. Harrison. <laughs> We've had two moronic examples. I think the Jefferson. Yeah, I'm gonna say the Starship thing here. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh, Harrison. That wasn't me though. Listen to Jane. Listen to the song. Yeah. You so didn't? you're gonna give one example here of a song. One versus a. Discography here? Okay. Discography. Yeah, that's a word. Right? Yes. All right. Two times we revealed ourselves to be morons. Yeah, well, you know. That's not too bad for us. What can you do? <laughs> that's not too bad <laughs> for us. What can you do? Let's see if Parker Gable thinks we're morons next. We'll talk <laughs> well, to him next on the early break of the ticket. Yeah.